Welcome to Jane Unchained, featuring best-selling author, TV journalist, and JaneUnchained.com founder, Jane Velez Mitchell. In the next few minutes, you'll hear a secret solution to the problems that plague our world. If you want to revolutionize your life, get truly joyful, and jump to the next phase of human evolution, all it takes is one simple choice. Now, here's your host, Jane Velez Mitchell. Welcome. So honored to be here with an incredible guest, Naomi Hallam of Million Dollar Vegan, changing the world through innovative campaigns to get very, very famous, powerful people, the most famous people in the world uh, to consider going vegan in exchange for a massive donation to a charity. Naomi, take it away. Tell us all about Million Dollar Vegan. Hi, Jane. Thanks for having us on the show. Um, So, yeah, Million Dollar Vegan is trying to draw a lot of media attention, a lot of eyes to the issues uh, surrounding what we eat. And one of the best ways we thought of to do that was to pick some of the most prominent people in the world, people that the media want to talk about, people that everybody knows, and ask them to try vegan uh, for reasons that are, you know, known to be important to them. Um, And by doing that, you know, we hope that we generate a lot of uh, publicity for the issues and for the campaign. And we hope at the same time we can inspire other people to acknowledge those issues and try vegan diet for themselves. Yes. And by the way, guys, if you see me looking down, it's because I am sharing this video on Facebook. Please do the same. Let's spread the word. Wow. We already have a caller, Susan, from Jupiter, Florida. Susan, your question or thought? Well, I just wanted to say what a fabulous idea, Million Dollar Vegan and Animal Hero Kids collaborating on this massive campaign that's gone global. The amount of media attention on the subject of going vegan is unprecedented and uh, how very much good this campaign has done so far. We have been on the news here in Florida on, this is mainstream media, and you know, Jane, how hard it is to get mainstream media, and this campaign is doing it. So Animal Hero Kids is thrilled to be a part of it, and the number of people who are considering going vegan is now even more thanks to this campaign. And Susan Hargraves, you're also my hero. And there's thank you. There's a kids aspect to this, and let's start with the Pope. There was a campaign to get the Pope to go vegan for Lent. And we know that uh, Pope Francis is named after St. Francis of Assisi, the patron saint of animals. We know he's spoken up saying cruelty to animals is wrong. So what happened? uh, Tell us the story of how you tried to get the Pope to go vegan for Lent uh, in 2019, Naomi. Okay, well, we we took a look at his uh, encyclical letter where he talks about, you know, what his objectives are as Pope. And he was talking in very strong terms about wanting to help the environment to counteract climate change and at the same time to address the issue of factory farming. So we thought, right, this is a this is a this is a high profile individual who has, you know, uh, 1.2 billion followers globally. And he cares about the same things that, that we care about. So what better person to go to than the Pope and, and ask him to try vegan for the sake of the planet, uh, as well as the animals and our health. Um, so, yeah, so we chose him. 
Uh, and at the same time, we, you know, generated media in over 16 countries, over 700 pieces of major media. Um, we were on, you know, major TV channels um, across Europe. Uh, so we, we generated a lot of publicity for the issue of climate change and how it relates to our diets. Um, and, you know, and ultimately got a response off the Pope, even though it wasn't <laughs> the response we had hoped for. Uh, but nevertheless, um, taught a lot of people about how our diets are associated with climate change and what they can do to counteract that. Now, I know that children are a part of this whole campaign. There was Genesis Butler, the amazing young lady who actually went to the Vatican and yeah. uh, tried to get that message to the Pope. And there's Vegan Evan, an amazing youngster who also reached out to another fam famous person, the president of the United States. And guess what? We have Vegan Evan and his mom, Shannon, on the phone from Florida. So say hi. Okay. Shannon and Vegan Evan, are you there? All right. Well, all right. Well, we'll get back to them in a second. Let me ask you, when you said you went to the Pope, so, uh, you know, how close did you get? Because I've been to Rome. I actually, as a reporter, went into the Vatican once and it was an extraordinary experience. I think it's its own principality in some way, shape, right. or form. And there's tremendous um, uh, security and there are, are guards that look like they're dressed from uh, out, Outlander <laughs> wearing, uh, you know, holding flags. And it was really unbelievable. But the thing I came away with is that unless you get invited in, there's no getting into the Vatican. You're one of the hordes outside, um, which I've also done as a tourist looking at a pope. Um, in my case, it was a, a previous pope the last time I was there uh, going and greeting the people as he does. So how did you get to the pope? Uh, good question. Well, we actually have an amazing campaign manager called Steph, who is based in Rome. Uh, and she's been working there for a long time, uh, trying to get a message of compassion through to the Vatican. Uh, and she had had some success. So she had a good contact within the Vatican, uh, who was able to put in a good word and get us a meeting inside the Vatican with uh, one of the Pope's right-hand men, who was able to then promise to deliver Genesis's message directly to the Pope and guarantee us a response from him. Now, it just so happened that I ran into Genesis and uh, her mom yesterday at a pig vigil here in downtown Los Angeles, where we bear witness to pigs going to slaughter. And um, she had told me at one point that the Pope decided to give up gossip instead, which, if true, right. is disappointing because obviously... Um, animal agriculture is destroying our planet at an alarming rate, whereas gossip, while not the greatest thing, and I try to avoid it, although I'm not perfect, I have been known to gossip on occasion, <laughs> but uh, it, it just seems frivolous compared to the enormity of what animal agriculture is doing negatively to our planet. So maybe you can yeah. double back with the Pope <laughs> and try him again. Okay, speaking of doubling back, I think we have vegan Evan and his mom, Shannon, on the phone now. Say hi. This is us. Okay, great. Hi, Shannon. Hi. Evan, hello. So tell us, Shannon, what you and your son did, vegan Evan, to convince a very famous person and a very powerful person to go vegan or to try to convince them, I should say. Best of the Animal Hero Kids and Million Dollar Vegan, Evan has challenged President Trump to try vegan for the month of January. 
in exchange for a $1 million donation to the veterans charity or charities of his choice. And we are still waiting for a response from the president. We're hopeful. Wow. Okay. Um, I'm not so hopeful, but I think that it's an (laughs) opportunity to get to get publicity. And I want to explain something before we put vegan, let's put vegan on uh, vegan Evan on first, and then we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the nuances and why, one of the reasons why this is being done. Vegan Evan, how are you? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I am great. Tell us how old you are and um, tell us why you think this is an important campaign. So, yeah, I'm nine years old, and I'm vegan. I'm a vegan animal rights, health rights, planet rights activist. And I think that this campaign is important for so many reasons. It's important for uh, the animals. It's important for the environment. It's important for everyone's health. And what we're trying to do with this campaign is to make America healthy again, but our goal is to make the whole world healthy. And because we want everyone to be healthy. We don't want people to have to die or to have loved ones die from eating animals. And we don't want the animals to die. And we don't want the planet to be harmed. So this campaign is good for so many reasons. Plus, if President Trump says yes to trying vegan for the month of January. We'll donate $1 million to the veterans' charity or charities of his choice. So that'll be even better if he says yes for another reason. Wow. Okay. Vegan Evan, out of the mouths of babes, as they say, you and your mom are my heroes. Thank you for calling in. And um, we also have Genesis Butler on the phone, which is so exciting. But before we go to Genesis, Genesis can hang on for a second while I ask Naomi. Naomi, when people say, well, why are you doing this? You know, there's very little chance. Look at the publicity it's generating because we every day here at Jane Unchained and all the other um, animal and environmental activists around the world try to get this message out that animal agriculture is destroying our planet. It is the leading cause of deforestation, which makes it the leading cause of uh, animal extinction. Uh, We're in an animal extinction crisis right now. Um, The methane that the uh, cows produce and the other animals produce is um, so much more powerful than CO2, and it is an incredibly destructive force. So we say these things seriously all the time, but they are essentially ignored by the mainstream media. And so this is a very creative way of getting the mainstream media's attention. Before we go to Genesis, can you elaborate on that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, uh, as you say, there's so many problems we're facing today and it can seem overwhelming to uh, us as individuals. We think, what can we do? And often we're inclined to look to our leaders for answers. Um, and, you know, and, and certainly uh, within the United States, we're facing a huge healthcare crisis, uh, environmental crisis. And, you know, we have a vast amount of factory farming, which creates a lot of cruelty. Um, and we thought, well, you know, who better to approach about these problems than the leader of this country, who so many people in this country look up to? Um, and whether they agree with his policies or not, he still is. Uh, the leader of this country. And, you know, and I think people uh, want him to 
to take a step up and lead by example. Uh, so we thought, you know, let's go to him. Let's give him a solution to some of the problems this country faces. Uh, let's offer a million dollars to the veterans because we know he cares about the veterans. Um, and let's see if we can team up despite any differences we might have uh, and make America healthy again. So um, it's very interesting because you've already chosen two of the most powerful people in the world. And I'm very interested to see who's going to be next. Um, but we do have Genesis Butler, who is, I believe, the youngest TEDx speaker um, and um, who is an extraordinary young lady who has really captured the world's attention and who got so much publicity as the face of Million Dollar Vegan, who went to the Vatican to speak to the Pope uh, and to implore the Pope to go vegan for Lent uh, and would give a million dollars. So Genesis, hello, and tell us your experience. What was it like? What happened? Hey, Jane, this is actually Janelle Genesis at school, so I, I'll go ahead and speak on her behalf. Um, she, she had to go to school today. Um, so sorry mom. to disappoint you, but go luckily ahead. we saw you yesterday. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, anyways, we did go to the Vatican. Uh, Genesis got a direct message actually on Instagram from someone, one of her followers saying, uh, call this number, he can get you in the Vatican. And the number, uh, once Genesis said, okay, she said, did you get the number? And Genesis said, yeah, and the message disappears. Um, so we don't know to this day who sent her the message. Um, it was just a random message. And Steph, the campaign manager, did call the number and it turns out it was one of the high priests and um, at first he was like how did you get this number who are you you know but luckily Steph is amazing and so um, she was able to talk to him and ask him if we could go to in, you know visit to give the letter to the Pope so he gave us a personal invitation um, and let us in and after he heard Genesis speak to you know, speak about why he she wanted the Pope to go vegan. Um, the priest responded and said that we all do have a responsibility to take care of this planet, and he agreed with her message. So, um, you know, we got his his agreement, but once it got to the Pope, uh, we did get a letter. Genesis got a letter from the Pope thanking her for her activism and um, letting her know he was proud of her, but he didn't mention that he would go vegan. And then later she found out on the news that he gave up gossip instead. Wow. What was Genesis? How old was she at the time when she heard that the Pope had given up gossip instead of going plant-based for Lent? Uh, what was her reaction? How did, how did she take that in? Uh, well, she, she's 12 and well, now she's 13, but at the time she was 12. So she was just like, gossip, that's what kids do. Like my age, like, so is he admitting that he gossips? Like, she was really, like, shocked. And so she just could not believe that he gave up gossip, you know. But um, even though he didn't um, say yes, uh, she still sees the campaign as a huge success because it was shown. Uh, I mean, it was in thousands of publications. And um, she actually did get a call from the Allen Show, but they just decided not to put her because it was, I guess, too controversial. Um, but the producer had even told her that they had never seen anything like it before, like the campaign, and that um, the campaign was the number one trending topic for two days um, on, on the Internet all over the world. Whoa. And they said that's never happened ever in history. Like, this, as long as she's been the one looking for social media stories, uh, she said the longest the story is the number one is maybe a day. And it is about wow. Trump usually. But other than that, like, they've never seen two days straight. And then they just didn't call back because it was too controversial. So um, wow. they did tell us that. And 
Yeah, but the it did open the door. The truth is sometimes well. controversial. The truth can be considered controversial. Right. <laughs> but I, I, I think that, um, again, doubling back, we're going to hopefully double back at some point to the Pope and double back to Ellen. Um, and I want to thank you, Je- Janelle, speaking on behalf of your extraordinary daughter, Genesis, who was at thank a you. big vision last night and is at school today. What a smart, wonderful child, actually tween now, I guess you want to call her. Thank you so much, Janelle. And I want Thank to go you. back. Now. Thank you, my dear, to Naomi, who is the campaign head of this incredible million dollar vegan. Tell us, if you would, about all the some of the publicity you got, because I was researching last night and I just couldn't believe the sheer number of articles in major mainstream publications about this. You captured the public's imagination. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, to have a, a positive article written about us across the board, particularly with this campaign, was was uh, was so great. We were so pleased. Um, you know, we, Fox News thought what we were doing was you know really positive. Uh, the New York Post, you know, and we were in the New York Times. Uh, lots of major publications. Um, so we were really, really proud of the publicity it generated. And, you know, so far to date, we've also generated almost 25,000 signups uh, from people who are wanting to go vegan this January to help make America healthy again. So at the same time, people are taking it into their own hands and saying, well, if you're not going to get an answer from the president, uh, we're going to do it. We're going we're gonna to try this out and, and see what it can do for us and for our country. All right. We have uh, one Quick caller, Kyla, Florida, if you could give us your question or thought, then we're going to go to a break. Hi, yeah, I just wanted to say um, how proud I am of all the kids. Um, I am the parent of Landon and Riley, who also took part in this campaign this year. And um, I just wanted to say that all the kids are so amazing, and I'm so proud of them for making such a huge difference in the world. There's so many people talking about going vegan and the news that's going all around. Um, So I just wanted to give credit to to all these amazing kids that are just helping change the world. Kyla, thank you. I couldn't agree more. Again, out of the mouths of babes, you know, sometimes I think people can appreciate information that they wouldn't be able to take from an adult when it comes in the innocent delivery from a child. This is going to affect climate change. It's going to affect them. You know, the vegan Evans, the Genesis's, and all the other kids, there's a whole bunch, and we applaud each and every one of them. Um, who are taking part in this campaign because as Greta Thunberg says, you're stealing our future. Uh, I'm 64. Uh, It's not going to, the likelihood of it impacting me as much as vegan Evan who's seven or Genesis who's now 13 is, is remote. It's going to hit these kids as climate change gets more and more extreme. So Greta, Vegan Evan, Genesis, and um, who was the, the youngster that Kyla mentioned, Naomi? Um, oh, there's so many kids. It's all the animal hero kids, basically. Oh, They're all amazing. Yeah. yeah. All the animal ki- hero kids are involved. And go to milliondollarvegan.com, oh. is it? Dot com. Yes, dot com. Dollarvegan.com and, and check it out for yourself. And go to Animal Hero Kids, too. Okay, we're going to take a very short break on Voice America Radio, but we're staying live on Facebook, facebook.com slash Jane Velez Mitchell. We'll continue this conversation um, right now. Be 
sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Are you ready for provocative discussions with some of today's most powerful movers and shakers? Tune in to The Art of Significance, featuring Dan Clark, the modern-day Napoleon Hill, who interviews the wealthiest, most successful celebrities and business leaders on the planet who are using their influence to change the world. From authors to entertainers, sports figures, educators to military leaders, Dan covers multiple topics. Tune in every Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencer channel the voice america talk radio network is on instagram make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows live events and around the network we want to see what you have to share as well check us out on instagram at voice america talk radio we don't follow we lead join us the voice america influencers channel You are listening to Jane Unchained. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email in to News at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back. We are here with the extraordinary Naomi Hallam, who is the chief organizer, campaign manager of Million Dollar Vegan an extraordinarily innovative, imaginative way to raise a question um, and ask everybody on this planet to take a look at what they're eating because it's the leading cause of um, many human diseases. Heart attacks kill one out of every four people here in the United States. Um, And uh, obviously processed meat has been officially declared cancer causing. And then there's the environmental impact. Methane is very destructive and um, cattle grazing is using much 83% of our agricultural land in a very inefficient way. So we're we're trying to get those serious messages across, but Million Dollar Vegan has figured out a way to do it in such a creative way that people are, you got people into the tent. Tell us about the philosophy and the mission here and, and how you came up with this idea. Uh, well, we, you know, we wanted to do something uh, a bit audacious uh, because, you know, I think desperate times call for desperate measures. And uh, I think we needed to be big and we needed to be bold and loud and get the message out there because, you know, time is running out to do something to to counteract the damage that, that we've done. So uh, we wanted to, you know, really uh, stress what the issues are, get the issues out there being talked about in the media Uh, And then also give people a solution to the problems. You know, there's lots of ways we can fight climate change. Um, There's lots of ways to get healthy. Uh, There's lots of ways to help animals. Uh, But the most uh, powerful thing we can do as an individual on a daily basis is to change our diet to a vegan diet. So that's what we're asking people to do. We're asking them to give it a try. We're giving them all the support they would need 
in order to give it a try, you know, all the health and nutrition guidance, the recipes, the practical daily tips, how to go to shops, how to order in restaurants, all that good stuff. Uh, but we're giving them lots of reasons too. So whether they care about animals or the planet or the health or all three, there's plenty of good reasons there to do it. And then at our website, there's all the guidance they could need to help them be successful in that journey. And we have a great caller right now, Dr. Silas Rao from Arizona. And he is also a leading voice uh, to uh, urge people to save the planet uh, and has really delved, uh, done a deep dive into the incredibly destructive impacts of animal agriculture. He's the uh, leading uh, voice in uh, our documentary, Countdown to Year Zero, which is currently available on Amazon Prime. You can watch it and you can really see how he explains animal agriculture's impact on climate change and how by transitioning our diets to plant-based, we can literally begin to reverse climate change now. Dr. Rao, thanks for joining us. Um, Way in, sir. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I am so pleased that uh, you're talking about Million Dollar Vegan campaign. It's such an innovative campaign. I uh, am I'm so proud that my granddaughter, is, our granddaughter is part of this campaign, Kimaya, and all the great kids who have been uh, doing these videos. And uh, I mean, it's just incredible how much awareness it has raised. So thank you so much for having them on your show. Dr. Rao, yes, your daughter, Kamaya, has inspired you. You made a pinky promise to her that you would solve the climate change crisis and get people to go plant-based. And so she has really inspired you to uh, embark on your Climate Healers campaign. Uh, Can you tell us why you think people can accept a message from children that they would perhaps be more defensive to accept from adults? Well, it, children's message comes straight from their hearts. So, so adults, you know, they see that. Whereas when they, when they hear it from adults, they wonder, you know, what is, the, what is the motivation behind this guy asking me to do this, right? So <laughs> we always have that uh, barrier when we talk to each other as adults. But, uh, but we tend to hear it from children easier. And so how do you feel the effort globally? Because I know, Dr. Rao, your focus is to get the entire planet to go vegan, plant-based, vegan, whatever people in, prefer mm-hmm. by 2026. How do you think it's going? I think it's going great. I mean, I think uh, people realize that there is something wrong with the lifestyles right now. And the environment is, uh, planet is basically sending us messages and they, it's sending us messages that are louder and louder every year. So we better do something, and we know that our leaders are doing nothing about it because, you know, you saw even COP25, um, it's been a total failure from our leaders. They've done nothing. And yes. so they're just letting nature take its course and saying, oh, you know, sorry, we couldn't do anything, and so people have to die, or animals have to die, you know. It's one of those things where you can say it's not my responsibility, just nature did it for us. And I'm saying no. You know, it, when we don't take action, that's also something that we are doing. So we can take action and we have to take action from the grassroots. And uh, we can do this. We know how to solve these problems. So we don't have to wait for our leaders. So Gandhi actually said something beautiful. I mean, basically, he's, he said that, you know, you, you don't expect social change unless you have, you've done your personal change. 
So social change only happens when a lot of us do personal change in tandem, not together. Brilliantly said. So that's what we are embarking on, yeah. Wow, brilliantly said. So along with checking out milliondollarvegan.com, check out climatehealers.org. And Dr. Rao has just put out a white paper that um, basically challenges um, the uh, estimates of the IPCC, the Intergovernmental Planet on, Panel on Climate Change, and how uh, you know with, what they're saying animal agriculture's impact is. Dr. Rao has um, presented a white paper that says it's much, much more of an impact, animal agriculture. So I urge you to check out the white paper. Thank you, Dr. Rao. Another one of my heroes on the phone today. How, how lucky have I gotten? Thank you, and thank you for all your work. Thank you so much, Jane. Okay. Talk soon. So let me ask you that question, Naomi, um, in terms of uh, how we get people to take personal responsibility versus just saying, oh, you know, corporations have to change. The government has to change. You see what happened in Madrid, um, that that is not a very effective solution because to get these huge corporations and governmental agencies and nations to agree on anything is extraordinarily difficult. We live in a very polarized time. So personal responsibility is actually the most effective. If we all just went plant-based, we would begin to reverse climate change immediately. We could reforest the 37% of of non-ice land that is currently being used for grazing. We could put trees back there. Those trees would absorb the carbon and we could start returning the uh, earth's temperature back to where it was a couple of hundred years ago like that. If we all just made that switch, but yet there is a tremendous resistance, even among environmental groups to focus on personal responsibility. They'd rather just point the finger at amorphous corporations and talk about generalities like, fossil fuels. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I think people don't realize how strong a hand we have as consumers. You know, this, the supply and demand thing really exists. If we don't buy into something, it will stop being sold. So as consumers, we have incredible power to define, um, you know, how, how the world works. And, you know, you, it, it, it's like they say in, a, I think it's that movie, um, uh, uh, it's a comedy movie where somebody asks, you know, is is the president or is a leader, you know, the head of the household? And maybe they are, but the community beneath them is the neck and they can turn the head any way they want it to face. So we've got to realize the power that we have. Um, if we demand change, if we live and breathe change, if we, you know, stop buying animal products, stop buying things that harm this planet and, and take away from the future of our children, uh, then we can affect change ourselves. And we've seen it in, through history, you know, we've rallied up, uh, to, to get equal rights for, for women, for people of, uh, of different races. And now we can rally up together, you know, as a team and, and we can stop the devastation that animal agriculture is causing uh, to our planet and to our health and to the animals. And we can demand change by only buying that uh, which does us good and the planet good. Yes. And I just want to say a personal story. Uh, last night, I had to do some shopping um, at the supermarket and um I went to get the Beyond Meat in the block, which is like ground beef, and they put it in the meat section, so it was extremely difficult. Uh, I had just come back from the pig vigil, and I literally saw the brand over there in the corner on this rack that I had just met the pigs who had become that 
would become that brand. And it was just, oh, and uh, but they put very, very strategically, just like Million Dollar Vegan is strategic. They put the Beyond Meat right in the meat section. Mm-hmm. So you have to go there. In other, in other words, to encourage people who are buying meat to, instead of picking that one, just pick this one. They look identical. They taste extremely similar. Uh, why not save your own health, save the planet, save the animals? So they were out. They had one left. <laughs> because So I went to the manager because, uh, you know, they have a picture of me with a line through it uh, because I'm always talking to the manager. I said, hey, um, you know, you don't have it stocked. And he goes, well, it ran out. We're getting another delivery tonight. So it kind of was, it warmed my heart a little bit that, wow, it's doing so well that they can't keep it stocked um, and it's running out. Uh, So I think things are changing. You know, you have to see the hope in it all. Um, Okay, we've got Lisa Carlin from Thousand Oaks. Lisa, your question or thought? Hi, hi, Naomi, and hi, Jane. Thank you for having Naomi on. This is just a brilliant move, and I just want to shout out to Naomi and her team at Million Dollar Vegan because you have the most amazing Instagram. I go there every day. I love the people you feature. You have Chuck Carroll, who lost something like over 300 pounds. You have to have Dr. Uh, the, the incredible cardiologist, Dr. Joel Kahn. You have rock stars, Toby Morse and uh, Tony Canal. You have such an incredible uh, selection of people who talk about being, being vegan and how it's impacted their life. Really, you've got a fantastic Instagram, and I think it's great because the videos are short, and it gets the message across. So thank you very much. I think in addition to the campaign with the Pope and the campaign with um, uh, Trump. I think this is, a, this, is, this is just a great adjunct, so thank you very much. Thank you so thank much, you. Lisa Carlin. So tell us, Naomi, uh, about all these stories, because I went on milliondollarvegan.com and I saw all these incredible stories uh, of people who've lost hundreds of pounds, you know, many, many pounds. Um, what's that about? Right, so because the campaign is called Make America Healthy Again, and it's a common argument that, you know, uh, these, this diet, this plant-based diet uh, can't do the things it can do or that it's not accessible to everybody or that it's, you know, it's unpatriotic to eat a diet that doesn't include meat. We wanted to uh, counter all of those myths as well as tell all of these stories of real people from all walks of life um, who, who have actually used a plant-based diet to positively transform their life. So I actually traveled around the country uh, with a film crew um, and we went to 16 different states and we met people who lived, you know, out in Mobile, Alabama, uh, you know, in the sticks in North Carolina, upstate New York, um, Minnesota. We met people all across the country, you know, who don't live anywhere near a Whole Foods, who don't have access to Beyond Meat and, and, and fancy uh, products. Uh, and yet they have adopted a plant based diet and seen their health transform as a result. Uh, and in many cases, you know, people have reversed very serious uh, diseases ranging from heart disease and type 2 diabetes uh, to cancer and obesity and IBS. Um, so we wanted to give these people the chance to say, you know, uh, look at me, I did it and so can you. And we hope that people from those different backgrounds will find someone amongst these 100 stories that they can relate to from a community that they maybe are from themselves and say, wow, well, if she can do it, you know, it's not that hard. It's not that difficult. Uh, and it got her these amazing results or him these amazing results. I can do it too. 
Wow. And I want to give a shout out to some of the filmmakers who were involved. Sean Munson, who is the obviously the director of Earthlings, one of the most powerful films that has turned many, 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 many people vegan. In fact, of all the things that I hear of why people go vegan, it's because they saw Earthlings, as well as uh, Bobby Sud and Alessio Shiaraza. Shiaraza, yeah. Shiaraza, yeah. I just want to give a shout out to those three who were part of your team. Wow. Traveling all across the country and, and just scanning some of the stories. There were people who were hunters, people who um, are sniper. Uh, there was somebody who was a sniper. Tell me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, a lot of these people really crush this stereotype because they come from such a different background. You know, they grew up as hunters or, yeah, in one case, one was kind of a, a sniper in the military. Um, you know, we, so we talked to a lot of veterans, a lot of guys that grew up believing that meat was manly. Uh, and they, they thought, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a patriot. So I'm going to fight for my country. I'm going to eat meat. I'm going to hunt. I'm going to live off the land. And then, you know, it started to affect their health or in some cases where people came back from uh, deployments, uh, it, it actually drove their PTSD to get worse, to see the suffering of animals. So we wanted to highlight these amazing stories as well to show that, you know, even if you grew up hunting and living on meat and believing that was the true definition uh, of a patriot, that actually uh, it can even benefit you to show compassion and adopt a plant-based diet and uh, see what it can do for your well-being. Well, I certainly think the most patriotic thing you can do is to go plant-based because if not, we're destroying the planet and we're destroying the United States in the process. Uh, right. It protects us and our country. All right. Paige, Westlake Village, your question or thought, Paige. Hi, Naomi. Nice to meet you and see you. Um, I wanted to... Hi, this is so exciting. I've been following this campaign. I just think it's phenomenal. Um, and I just am so excited to see what's going to come next. Um, so right now you've got this campaign and your goal for having people sign up for your for the starter. Is that correct? It's having people um, sign up to be, become vegan. And then is it a donation $1 to uh, a campaign? I'm sorry, I missed yeah. that part. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's uh, for every every sign-up that we get, we're going to donate $1 to um, uh, two different animal sanctuaries. Uh, one is Sisu Animal Refuge and the other is Skyland Sanctuary. Uh, these are sanctuaries doing incredible work uh, looking after animals. And Sisu is actually run by uh, a group of marine veterans. Um, so, yeah, for every dollar... Uh, we donate every a dollar, sorry, for every sign up that we get. And as I said to Jane earlier, you know, we've almost hit twenty five thousand sign ups. So that's twenty five thousand signups already uh, that are donating a dollar each to the sanctuary for. Uh, and really, you know, we'd like to get to one hundred thousand by the end of this month. Wonderful. And just well, the way I, the I was going to say, the way I see it is, those of us that are out here, we can be promoting this, and then we can be helping to raise that one dollar for each Absolutely. person. Absolutely in our lives that's a pre-vegan or, you know, someone who's a non-vegan yet. So I love yeah. this. Thank you. Great question. Thank you, Paige of Westlake Village, who is also a, a, a contributor and our booker here at Jane Unchained. It does incredible work. So if people want to get involved, I know just go to the website, milliondollarvegan.com, but how do they sign up? Uh, really easy. So they'll go there, they'll get a pop-up asking if they want to sign up or there's an option on the top to, you know, take the pledge. Mm -hmm. um, and then they literally just put in their name and their email address. And uh, we're going to send them uh, daily support for going vegan. 
Um, and so they'll get a daily email which features one of the amazing people that we interviewed and their personal story. It's going to have a daily recipe that's really going to be very easy to make and a, kind of a plant-based version of their favorite foods. It's going to have some daily uh, educational information and, and also just practical information like day one, where do you start? How do you assess what's vegan? What isn't in your, in your cupboards? And how do you go to the supermarket and, and buy the right things? Um, so they'll get access to daily emails. They'll get access to a free recipe uh, booklet with 32 recipes in. And they'll also get access to a free health and nutrition guide, which answers all of the kind of nutrition concerns they might have, such as, you know, where do we get our protein? Where do we get our calcium from and our iron um, and, and how we adapt a plant-based diet uh, to really help us with any diseases and, and, and illnesses that we might have. Well, that's fantastic because so many people say, well, it's easy in LA and New York and London and Berlin, but if you're living somewhere else, and the truth is that that's not true anymore. I was in Fort Myers, Florida with a, an elderly lady who's a great activist and she loves animals and she's out there on the front lines and she's kind of vegetarian-ish. And I said, you know, I was looking at her her fridge. And I said, you can start switching all this out, get the vegan mayo instead of the regular mayo, get the almond milk or the soy milk. And she said, well, we don't have that here. I said, let's go to the nearest supermarket. We went there and literally Fort Myers, Florida, uh, entire vegan section in the main supermarket that everybody shops at. So I urge everyone to, um, A, if you don't have that, ask the manager, be like me, pester the manager. And, uh, and, and, you know, they like it because they want to know what the consumers want. So we, I don't really pester them. I have nice conversations with them. And uh, also don't assume that it's not going to be there. And also you can order all these things. There's vegan essentials and there's many, many places where you can order non-perishables and even perishables. So um, I just love this. Um, I, I would like to ask you, I know you're not going to reveal this, who would, but can we find out who, can we get a hint of who might be next on your, your list? You've hit the president and the Pope. Oh my goodness. I mean, we, we, you know, we did ask the public uh, uh, a couple of months ago who they thought, and there was lots of great ideas, you know, lots of cool people. Um, and uh, the scope is so wide. Uh, we'd really like to have uh, some fun with the campaign in the future uh, and challenge uh, different people to go vegan for different reasons. You know, uh, some people may not be driven by uh, financial um, donations to charity. It could be something else. So I think there's lots of scope out there. Um, but anyone who is very influential is a potential person. Okay, so I'm already my head spinning. Of course, I would think of like the Dalai Lama. You'd think he'd be plant-based already. I don't know if he is, but right. I don't have any information. So I don't want to say one way or another. So um, uh, you do you conduct polls or surveys? Because I would think that would be another way to... I think what, you, what you've brilliantly done is you find a way to engage people and then they, it triggers their imagination, even if they're not vegan, they're wondering, oh, my God, what would it be like for the president or the pope or some other famous world figure to go vegan? And then it sort of gets the wheels turning. And, and you know, in TV, we always said, get him in the tent. You got to <laughs> get him in the tent first. Right, right. And, you know, uh, Pete has also been very brilliant at this for years. They've done a Super Bowl ad 
that yeah. never quite makes it into the Super Bowl, but because it's quote unquote controversial, it ends up getting a heck of a lot, millions of dollars of publicity um, because people run it and go, oh, I'm so shocked by this. <laughs> um, and yeah. uh, so that is just a clever way. And then when people sometimes say, well, you're being frivolous, um, which they do, they, they say to PETA, and I've covered PETA for 35 years since their inception. Uh, as a reporter, I say, look, they hold serious news conferences. They have 19 lawyers. They are always doing Freedom of Information Act requests, undercover investigations, yada, yada, yada. But you don't cover that. Then when they do something uh, that's a little on the fringe or outlandish to get you to cover it, you cover it and you say, oh, look how fringe. That's a setup. Uh, PETA works it to their advantage. But, you know, the truth is that the mainstream media, which I was in for 40 years, really is abrogating its responsibility right now by not covering this. And the reason is very obvious. Look at the advertisers. Pharmaceuticals rely on people getting sick. Otherwise, they wouldn't need any of the pharmaceuticals. So the leading killer is heart disease, a plant-based diet, is zero cholesterol. Plaque comes from cholesterol. So if people went plant-based, the same thing is you can be said for erectile dysfunction, which is a precursor of heart disease. Um, there, you know, so many of the problems that people have uh, would vanish if they went plant-based. So the pharmaceutical industry, which cannot make any money if nobody's sick, is a very powerful industry, not to mention the fast food industry. So you've, you've brilliantly found a way around that, and I congratulate you for that. Thanks. Yeah, you're right. There's a lot of profit in keeping us sick. Um, and, you know, uh, uh, as Paige mentioned, we have all these amazing people being featured on our Instagram right now and on our Facebook who have these incredible stories of how they transform their health. Uh, and if people listen to those stories, we could transform the health of America why, why, why is the mainstream media not putting these people up on a pedestal and saying, wow, look, we found, you know, potentially an answer to a lot of our problems here? Um, it's a good question. And, uh, and I, I'd really like to see the media uh, taking these real people and celebrating the achievements they've made uh, just by changing their diet. Yes. And um, I, I do feel that a point will come where the mainstream media will start talking about um, animal agriculture's role in the climate crisis. But right now they're not doing it. Hmm. And uh, if they do, it's an article that ends up buried on their website. They're not putting it front and center as it should be. And uh, that's one of the reasons why Dr. Rao wrote the white paper, which is now being peer reviewed and is going to be published. Uh, he believes in a scientific journal and then, um, and in their citations for everything he says, essentially, you know, what he's saying is that uh, the IPCC, the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, has underestimated the impact of methane. Methane comes primarily from animal agriculture, although there's other factors. But if you think methane, animal agriculture, fossil fuels, you know, oil, coal, um, gas, coal, that kind of thing. So those are the two um, main causes that are kind of competing for attention. And what his what his paper lays out is that they've underestimated the impact of methane by calculating its impact over a hundred years when methane degrades after about a decade to a less harmful substance, which is kind of like eating an entire chocolate cake in one day and then calculating its impact over the lifetime 
over your lifetime. Mm -hmm. So there are, there are ways to put your thumb on the scale when it comes to these statistics that are being put out that people are using as a basis for saying, uh, for example, that, you know, animal agriculture is not the leading cause. He maintains it is the leading cause. There are others that say 51%. That was a uh, the World Watch Institute's report that was done by two World Bank economists, then Livestock's Long Shadow said 18.5%. Uh, first, I think what we need to do is um, get that, that number nailed down and get the news media to start looking at that uh, because it seems like they'd rather just accept a lower figure than even look at the possibility that it's a much higher figure. Your right. thoughts? Yeah, I mean, and uh, Professor Joseph Poor, who led the IPCC report, who was somebody we worked very closely with on our first campaign to make sure we were getting all those statistics spot on. He has also said uh, since the release of the last report that he believes we've underestimated the impact that changing our diets could have the positive impact. And the reason for that is because, you know, we haven't taken into account how much of the land could be rewilded if we were to adopt vegan diets. You know, it takes a lot less land to feed the world on a vegan diet than it does on a, on a, on a meat-based diet because, you know, it takes such huge amounts of land to graze all those cattle and feed all those cattle. Uh, and he said, you know, if we were to plant trees, on that land that we've rewilded through our vegan diets, you know, we could uh, we could even further reverse the impacts of climate change uh, and bring down, you know, the temperature of the planet. Uh, so, yeah, there's lots of scientists that are saying, you know, we, we tried to be conservative with our figures, but actually, um, you know, it looks like uh, our diets are having a, a bigger negative impact than we thought and that actually a vegan diet can have a bigger positive effect than we ever imagined. Do you think with, for example, the advent of plant-based meats, Beyond Meat, Impossible Burger, um, and now even the meat companies putting out their own plant-based meats, uh, do you think that the tipping point is nearing? Uh, because uh, one of the things that you know we've discussed here is that social change can occur very rapidly and you can use uh, examples like um, uh, gay marriage, uh, the internet, uh, putting somebody on the moon, you know, when things happen, they shift very rapidly. Yes, uh, absolutely. I think, you know, one of the biggest problems that we faced is, uh, you know, that uh, maybe uh, meat-free uh, meat options are not as convenient, accessible, cheap, tasty as, 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 you know, as the meat-based product. Uh, so now that we have companies like Beyond and Impossible uh, and Gardein and all these amazing plant-based companies uh, putting products not just out there but into places like Burger King and KFC and um, Dunkin' Donuts where people can access them wherever they live uh, and at the same price they were buying, you know, previously the meat-based product uh, and it tastes the same. I mean, this is going to be a this is going to be huge because now it's convenient, now it's cost effective, now it's right there in front of them. Uh, as you say, just with the Beyond Meat in the in the supermarkets, all you need to do is is point your finger to the next item on the menu or move your hand over to the almond milk on the aisle. Uh, it's that simple. So yeah, I, I do see a tipping point coming just because of how easy it is to to go plant based. Now, it's kind of funny because I was thinking, of course, it's a fun game and I invite everybody to play because obviously they make the decision, but it's fun. Like, who should we approach next? And I was thinking, you know, some of the people that popped to mind have already gone vegan. Kim Kardashian, arguably the most famous reality star in the world. 
she apparently went vegan recently. Mm-hmm. Um, you have also uh, Mark Cuban, who has announced that he's vegetarian now and is investing a lot on Shark Tank. He invested in um, Unreal Deli, the vegan pastrami maker. He also invested in, I believe, Wild Earth, the vegan dog food, which my doggies eat. Yeah, um, mine too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, there are there are holdouts. Uh, I would think Jennifer Lopez would be a good one to hit because she's definitely um, kind of anti-vegan. In fact, I was watching right. her, her incredible show, which is an otherwise extraordinary show. Um, the dance show uh, is brilliant. And uh, there was one of her co-hosts there is vegan. And she said, you still doing that? And uh, kind of dissed him. So she might be an interesting one to do. Right. You know, actually, we bumped into her in New York. So when I was in New York for the launch of the campaign with Evan, uh, we were... Um, uh, inside the Radio City building and uh, Jennifer Lopez walked in. Uh, so Evan literally ran up to her with his New York Times uh, advert and said, you know, uh, I've asked the president to go vegan to save the health of America. Uh, you know, it's something we'd love to get your support on. Uh, and she did. She did look at him. She did acknowledge it. So, you know, we planted a seed there. Oh, yeah. Maybe we can grow that seed somehow in the future. Well, one thing I'll say about Jennifer Lopez, she has evolved. You know, she's good. She's reinvented herself 18 million times. And now she's getting like serious coverage as a serious actress on the cover of The New York Times. So uh, change can happen. And right. uh, and she's somebody who I think is open to change. You know, she's unfortunately been seen with fur. And so um, let's see if we got Jennifer Lopez to go vegan and gave it to a charity because she does care about kids. Yeah, she does care about kids. Um, wow. That would get a lot of publicity. Um, right. I, I just think that you are so fantastic. I love everything you're doing. I love that it's fun <laughs> because, you know, so much of what we do is not it's yes. Vegan restaurants are fun. Veg fests are fun. Um, I have a, I do say, hey, we don't want an exclusive club. We want everybody to be in this party. And we have a heck of a lot of fun all the time. Delicious food, great people, guilt free. Um, and, uh, you know, great, I think, for the most part, moods because we're eating healthy and uh, your your emotional state is is really uh, to a large degree predicated. Uh, we're learning more and more on what you eat. And uh, so there's a joy and a happiness that we get as well. Uh, but I think there are times like yesterday at the pig vigil where, you know, it's a it's it's like, what have we become as a human race that we are doing this to these beautiful innocents who are just like our dogs and cats, except a lot smarter. Um, but but this is fun. Yes, this is it fun. Is. It, it's like a, it captures the imagination. And I'm sure there are hundreds of thousands of people, if not millions around the world right now thinking, who's going to be next? Who's going to be next? <laughs> and uh, I can't wait to find out who is going to be next on Million Dollar Vegan. So I want to thank you so very much, Naomi Hallam, for taking the time. I know you're a very busy woman. Take the time to talk to us and update uh, folks. I urge everyone, share this video. Share this video uh, because you will reach your tribe and um, and you will change some life. You may save a life. Uh, I, I just want to say that you know, when you hear an ambulance, uh, a lot of times it's not a house fire. It is somebody having a heart attack. 
So the next time you hear an ambulance or you see an ambulance scooting by you and you have to pull over, think, wow, if we go plant-based, we could really reduce the number of people suffering in that way. Thank you so much, Naomi Hallam, Million Dollar Vegan. Check it out, milliondollarvegan.com. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Jane Unchained. We hope you'll join Jane Velez Mitchell for the next edition of her program next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Meanwhile, have a peaceful week.